What's up, y'all? <clears throat> it's BC. <clears throat> Welcome back to another evening live. Um, I didn't do it yesterday. I will continue along the lines of more than likely for now doing lives at least like maybe four or five days a week, depending on how I feel. You know, these are always impromptu. This is always just when I feel like doing it. Um, I know it helps with our quest to remonetize the second channel and keep it going. But for now, I'm enjoying it. This will be more of an open show format later as viewership continues to increase. As you guys saw the first, um, you know, the first couple of shows, I had nobody on, and now I'm getting as many as 15, 20, 25, you know, people on live. So very quickly, um, it will begin to grow. So huge shout out to everybody who came today to the Miami Business Connection event. We had like 20 something people. Um, that's something new that I started here in South Florida. I created a broadcast channel on Instagram. If you guys want to get in that group, if you're a local person here in Miami or know somebody who would want to network with the group that I put together, you can send them there or you can yourself join and add people to the group as well. It's public. It's open to everybody who is here in the South Florida area that wants to meet more entrepreneurs, movers and shakers and that kind of stuff. Uh, so shout out to everybody who came. Now, I want to make a particular story for today's live that I want to add based on one of the gentlemen that was there today. So huge shout out to James, right? James is a young man, just turned 23, flew out from Tennessee to come to this free event. He walked away and he was like, man, this is incredible. I got so much value from it. So he had joined my communication challenge last week, mentioned on the challenge that he was going to be here for the event. So he shows up and he tells me, man, I'm flying in and out the same day. I was like, you know what, bro, when's your flight back? He said it was like two or three hours after the event. So I said, you know what, bro, I got a few errands to run after we leave the office here, this event, I'll take you to the airport, right? So he rode with me, we went to the supermarket, did some stuff, and I dropped him off at the airport. He's probably flying right now, right? But we had a very simple heart to heart about a lot of stuff for his life, his business. And it's tied in with the theme of today's live and the title, right? As he was asking me questions and I was answering, he was having a lot of realizations in his mind. So he talked about how, you know, he had gotten into the real estate business and he had put in some effort and didn't see any, any results. And then very quickly, I started asking questions. And all I did was I said, okay, that was year one for you. Let's do a side-by-side -side comparison of your effort and what you did on paper year one compared to mine. And very quickly, he saw that his assessment that he wasn't getting results was based on not enough data, right? We looked at effort levels for what he wanted, right? Basically, he's like, I just want to make one sale a month, which is, which is pretty good, way above average. But I said, okay, bro, I did that a little bit more my first year, but I put in this amount of effort, right? Let's just say his effort was probably down here. And I said, you see, those are unrealistic expectations. You wanted a result that I got right? Which again, is a great goal, but you need to look at what you're putting in and what you did. And as we started to analyze that more and more, it kind of dawned on him like, damn, I thought I was doing all this work when in reality, when I looked at the, the situation from the outside, got an honest assessment of it, right? And, and, and really looked at the data, he flat out just didn't do enough. So I would coin that as unrealistic expectations right? And when you don't have enough data, right? You don't have experienced people guiding you, right? And you have no proper what I call reference points. It's very difficult for you to make an honest assessment. And it's very easy to get lost in this. I'm doing a lot, or I think I'm doing a lot when you're really not, 
right? Because let's say you want the top result in a field. Well, you have to be around the top people in that field and watch what they do from sunup to sundown and, and see what it really is. The top people in any field immerse themselves and get lost, in quotes, in those activities and in those things. Think of like a top-level athlete. All they do is their sport 24-7. There's no partying and all that other shit. Maybe a little bit. And a lot of times when they start doing that stuff, what happens? They fall off because it took them away from the very thing that got them there. So if you want to be great at something, you're going to have to sacrifice and understand what it takes to achieve that, right? And in today's era with social media and fluff and all that stuff, people are are beginning to buy this story that things are easy. They're not. That's why I laugh when people say, well, you got to work smarter, not harder. You got to do both, dude. You're not going to build something not working hard. I don't care how smart you are or how smart you work. That's a bunch of bullshit, dude. You think the guy, I always laugh. People bring up the Tim Ferriss, I think, four-hour work week. He didn't start with the four-hour work week. He built it to get there. So it's work smart and hard. There's no easy way. And in reality, is it really hard? Are you out there breaking your fucking back doing masonry work? Are you out pouring cement or doing hard manual labor? No, you're not. People can't deal with the emotional element in entrepreneurship. It's not the physical back-breaking effects. It's mental. We have been coddled and we're mentally weak. That's the problem. So when you ask people to do honest, consistent, disciplined work, they can't do it. Unrealistic expectations. Bro, you want to be in the top 10%, make six figures and all this shit, but you don't want to give top 10% effort and dedication and discipline and commitment. Those go hand in hand. And it, it, it just blows my mind, right? But unless you have the right people around you, you're listening to the right people and learning the right things, it's very easy to fall into delusion or incorrect and false misconceptions and expectations and all that stuff, right? So find a harmony is what I say. Find, find, and I don't, I don't want to say balance, right? Find a harmony. If I'm asking A, right? If we're just going to use letters, if I'm asking A, then I have to give A. You're not going to somehow cheat that exchange, right? That's another reason I have the infinity symbol here tattooed. It's a flow. So for me, that first year when I made $100,000, over $100,000 in gross commissions as a salesperson, Man, the amount of effort I put in was insane to generate that amount. And when you look and you compare me to other people and the amount of effort they gave versus me, huge difference. One in the story that James gave me when I was driving him back to the airport, but also just in general, right? And I've given my level of effort and everything I've done to people online for years. But the, 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 the reality is people cannot, it's not that they can't, they refuse to replicate it. They try to find another way, an easier way, or some fucking shortcut. That's the problem. Because people have been fooled to think you can skip the process and get the result. If I'm building a toy on a conveyor belt, I can't skip steps. I need to put the legs, then the, the lower half of the torso, the upper half, the arms, and the head. You can't skip. Then you don't have a fucking doll. So... Today, right, I had a lot of people at that event, you know, kind of uh, give their two cents and talk a little bit about it. And moving forward, that whole event and what we're doing is going to be more theme based and, you know, we're going to grow it and it's going to expand. Right. But the, the, the interesting part is when you listen to these individuals who had been 
or have gotten amazing results in all their little areas. Cause a lot of people, this networking event are different, right? Some people, some had nine to five, some, you know, uh, like, you know, Yvonne, he had thriving restaurant business. We have people who were in real estate. We have people who were developers. We had some lenders and people who were in finance. Like we had a pretty diverse amount of people there in regards to professions. Um, but all of them had a resounding theme to their story and their message as just general as today's meeting was, right? They didn't skip the process. They had all been through a lot and they gave in direct proportion to what they received. Meaning those in there who made 50,000, 100,000, 200,000, there was no, oh, I worked one hour a week and I got it. No, 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 no. They had to do what they had to do to get there. And when you compare their body of work and their effort to the people who weren't achieving that, whew, right? Huge discrepancy there. Tremendous discrepancy there of dedication to their craft, discipline, showing up day in and day out, their ability to be clear about their goal, their pursuit of it, the, the consistency and discipline in the daily actions to achieve it. So case in point, I'm talking to James. He asked me, how can I do like one deal a month over the next six months? You know what my answer was? Talk to at least 30 or 40 people every day. The rest will figure itself out. And why did I say that? Why did I keep it that simple? Because anything else is too complicated. It's philosophizing. It's too much talk. You see, when an individual is building a business and talking to a lot of customers every day, naturally, a lot of these other things are going to fall into place. Because when you have a lot of leads and then you're setting up people who are interested in appointments and depending on what you sell, right? Service product. Again, necessity breeds innovation and function. Right. I don't know if I read that. Right. I don't know if I just made it up. Meaning when that person is in the position where it's like, oh, shit, I have these customers. I need to figure it out. Then you'll do it. If we sit here and philosophize and plan and talk about everything other than the work, nothing gets done. Nothing gets done. And if you're in sales, especially if you're listening to me and you're in sales at any capacity, uh, business to business, right, or a B2C, business to consumer or whatever it is but especially if, if it's real estate, all of them, but especially if it's real estate, if you're not talking, talking, not texting, emailing, DMing, if you're not talking to a lot of people every day and you're still building your way up, you will never launch something credible unless you talk to a lot of people every day. And in that process, you will build character, confidence, make all the connections you could ever dream of, learn more about the business, learn more about yourself, and extract the fruits of your labor and live a life that other people deem as extraordinary. That's the beauty of building it that way. There's so much more to it than just generating leads and making money, you see? And if you try to do it other ways, you miss it. Not only do you waste time and money, you miss the core of this thing. The biggest reason that I, stepping into any market or selling any kind of product compared to someone else, it's not my experience. It's not all the other stuff that on paper you think would get me the victory. It is the fact that through all of that work and study and dedication and experience, I've crafted a final product that when the customer interacts with it on a conscious and a subconscious level, it screams every single thing they would desire in the individual who's selling to them. Meaning, all of a sudden... They're so enthralled in the presentation. The communication is so smooth. Every answer is just, it's just crafted perfectly. 
from all that work over a decade now of dedication that I don't care who's in front of them. They don't stand a chance. Yet that same person who maybe would lose to me would say, well, he has more experience or he's done this and he's sold more. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with that. It's because everything I'm describing creates an experience, a dialogue, an interaction with other people that cannot be replicated. And if it can, it's by very few people on this planet. But the road to get there is simple, but it's not easy. And you have to be a student and take massive action. And people just are not willing to do it. And they chase after the things that are insignificant at the end. Right? So let me give you another example to hammer this point home, just so you get it. Right? I'll make it as simple as possible. Let's rewind to over 10 years ago when I was a brand new salesperson in the real estate industry with no experience and nothing. What would be the quickest way for me to at least have a chance if I'm dealing with competition? I can't magically sell a lot of homes. I can't have more money than them to outmarket them. Right? So really, where's my opportunity? My opportunity is in the presentation. When I finally get in front of the customer, sure, prospecting, lead generating, and getting the, the meeting. Absolutely, that's important. But the number one most important thing and the place where it's all on the line is the presentation to the customer. And if I can craft and build the skill set that makes my presentation amazing, I now have a very possible chance of beating out the other person who on paper destroys me. This is the beauty of communication and sales, ladies and gentlemen, and why I geek out on it the way that I do <clears throat> and why I emphasize this so much to people. I'm not just here to talk about sales. No, I'm talking about being a master student and practitioner of communication to where you're, you're in your own category as a presenter, as a salesperson, as a speaker, and as a creator. You see, I'm not interested in, in sharing the stage. I'm interested in owning the stage. You see, that's the difference. That's the different mentality. I want you, if you listen to me and other speakers at the event, I want you to probably forget anyone else and remember so much of my presentation because it was that impactful from beginning to end. That's how strong the message I would want it to be. How enthralling, how captivating that level. You see, and very few people have that level of interest and dedication to that because I knew through that I have the key to everything that I want. Because if I open my mouth and people listen, what's missing? Whatever person I need to meet, whatever opportunity I need to create, money I need to generate, whatever it is, if I speak and people listen, whether on social media platforms or especially in person, which is what I'm most interested in, what is going to stop you, y'all? Do you understand the potency of what I'm talking about? Do you have any idea how to have people eating out of the palm of your hand? How to have people receptive to you? Anybody, anywhere, anyplace, anytime? Having that confidence to carry yourself that way, interact with people that way, young, old, men, women, doesn't matter. I'm talking that. Imagine if I could snap my fingers and give you that. Now, if you're an entrepreneur, you would suddenly become rich overnight. So why are we not concerned and prioritizing building that and we're running towards everything else? 
Why? Because that journey is rigorous, it's tough, and it's not emotionally pleasing. Case in point, James, the guy who I was talking about, the young man from the beginning, I made him go in front of everybody at the event and speak for just a minute or two. Why? I wanted to involve him in this process I've been describing to you. And we talked about it in the car after, right? When I offered to give him a ride to the airport. He didn't expect it. He didn't know what to say. But I made him do something that I know by himself he probably wouldn't do. Or it would take a lot to get him to do it. He came. I put him in the position, right? And that's why having the right people around you and guidance and coaching and all the stuff we've been talking about for years is key in that example. And I already noticed from the moment he walked into the event to when I dropped him off at the airport, I already saw a shift in him. It was slight, but he already unlocked something. And he will continue if he stays on that journey to unlock more. But seeing that is awesome because I myself went through that process. And seeing it in other people is a beautiful thing. And I said, the fact that you made the trip, bro, made me want to reward you. I gave you recognition in front of everybody. I let you speak and I'm giving you a ride personally to the airport. I feel like you've earned that. That's why I gave it to you. And, and right away, right? Then I gave the story about Kevin who used to work with me in California and how people saw him live years ago. This is what, 2015, 2016, before all this cancel bullshit, right? I told people, I was like, if you want to see what I've been talking about and how I can transform people right in front of your face, watch this kid. And you guys saw him within six months to a year, completely different person. Started out as a fucking nerd, and then he became the social butterfly, confident, smooth, right? And that took less than a fucking year, dude. But he was a willing student, and I told him, if I, tell, if I say jump, I want you to say how high. And I want you to pay attention and do as I say, and you will learn. I'll turn you into a fucking monster. And I tested his ass. I did. I did. But he listened. He followed through with it. And now, to this day, I still get texts and messages from him. Oh, man, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you and this and that. And I love hearing the stories. And, and it's cool. But that was somebody who listened to what I had to say understood the concept and said, okay, I'm going to dedicate myself to this. And those are the people that normally do the best, whether they're my students, team members, it doesn't matter because they're tapping into what I saw and they're tapping into what I tapped into because they see where this aligns in the journey and their final destination and how important and pivotal it is to develop that. Look at the world we're in now from a communication standpoint. It is pathetic. People in the dating world have to meet on fucking apps and not out in the real world. And they complain all the time. We're that backwards with communication. Now, if you're listening to me, again, man or woman, it doesn't matter, but especially man, and you cannot approach the opposite sex and just have a pleasant conversation with them, that's horrible. That's horrible. If you're overly scared or you can't do it or you make up excuses, as a man, as a human being, but as a man, you're like level one out of 10. You see, that's not normal. It's normalized in our society, but that's pathetic actually. It really is. I'm not saying you have to be a super duper player and the smoothest. No, no, I'm saying to at least approach somebody, have a conversation with them and make it pleasant and not be awkward or sweating or super nervous. Like that's a problem. That's a problem. Because... 
if that's the case with you, then I know the rest of your life has a lot of gaping holes in it. Like if you get into entrepreneurship, you're not going to be good at sales because you're afraid of rejection. You're not going to make the attempt because, well, my emotions, I'm too scared. What are you, three years old? You're going to tell me as a highly functioning human being that has very high intelligence, you're going to let an emotion from your body stop you from doing something? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. That's somebody who's easily manipulated and easily stopped. Is that the type of men and people you want on this planet? I don't. Now, a child, sure, a child doesn't know better. But if you're an adult and you won't do something because you're scared or your emotions, no one, no one else is probably going to tell you, but it's pathetic. It really is. So if that's you right now, you need to say, okay, that's my current condition. I need to change it. Because what most people will do is they'll attack me. Oh, you're an asshole. Instead of actually confronting what I said, they just attack me because I'm the messenger, right? And in every area of life, people deal with something like this. That same person who might be comfortable socially might be scared to do something else. They need to go confront whatever that thing is. This applies universally to people. But we need that baseline, right? Communication, imagine, imagine if everybody communicated on a high level. Imagine, what would the world be like? You know how much less conflict there would be? You know how much more peace and harmony we would have between people, relationships? Why do most relationships end, y'all? Poor communication or lack thereof, which is why in my personal dealings, business, or romantic dealings, I make it clear from the beginning that communication will be clear and concise and we leave no chapter unclosed. Meaning, in my relationships with women, even if we got into a disagreement, there was no, well, we'll talk about it later. No, we're handling it now. And if you don't want to handle it now, the relationship is over. That's a rule that I set from the beginning because that whole, no, I'm going to roll over and go to sleep and not talk about it. That's a recipe for disaster. That's how the average person lives. Right? And I'm not interested in living like most people, especially when I know that a breakdown or lack of or improper communication is the reason most friendships, relationships, or whatever end. And again, when you see it from this perspective and you start holding yourself to a higher standard in this category, life changes. Life changes because the person who communicates better, more sharp, and more vibrantly than other people, other people respect it, not just for the words they say, but because they know that individual has gone through an internal process to get them to that point. They know that person wasn't born that way. They know it. They may not admit it, but they know it deep down inside. And that person has unlocked something, shows a particular level of freedom or whatever it is that is enticing to other people. You see? So the more we explore the subject matter, the more we see more opportunity, more life, more fulfillment, right? More corrections of a lot of these, these things that happen in life that are just ridiculous right? And improvement universally in communication would solve a lot of issues that we have. It really would, right? Now, on a mass scale, probably not going to happen because nobody gives a shit. But for you in your life, you need to see the potency of it. And while everyone else laughs or talks about it or doesn't pay attention to it, study it, master it. 
and, and, and see the benefits of it for your life. Because if you become a more proper communicator with yourself, because that's what's included in it, not just with the world, but with yourself first, expectations become very easy. When you're a clear communicator, you won't have unrealistic expectations. Because you know, if you tell yourself, I'm going to make a million dollars and not work, you know you're full of shit. <laughs> it's that simple. But when we're out of touch, when we're not clear in our communication, right? Like, listen to certain people when they're asked questions and how they dance around questions, they can't answer it. They tell stories. It's like, dude, answer the fucking question. Because that shows up in other areas of their life. And ask yourself, can I answer questions clearly and concisely? Or do I do the dance and, right? Think of like the, the, the political figures, right? They never answer a fucking question. They go off into a story. But ask yourself that, right? How clear and concise? Because as much as I talk about communication, the only thing people think about, most people, is your dealings with people. Communication first starts and ends with you. If you can't sell yourself, be clear with your own communication, how the fuck are you going to do it outside of you? It's not going to happen. The first talk is the self-talk and communication that has to be handled. The voice in the head, how you talk to yourself, right? The tendencies of things you have to say with yourself. Right. So unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. I would say this and present a question to the audience who in your life provides guidance in this category for you. That if you voiced your expectations, they could confirm with you. That's cool or no, that's ridiculous from someone you respect and value their opinion, meaning you ask for it, not just people who are giving you their opinions and all. No, I'm talking about somebody who you respect, admire, or somebody who has validation in that area that you're like, you know what, what do you think about this? And they'll give you a clear, honest answer. Because for most people, it's no. Because most people refuse to get proper uh, professional opinions. They won't invest in that. They won't pay attention to it. They think they can figure out the whole self-made bullshit. Oh, I'm self-made. I did it myself. You're not going to, bro. Sorry. Nobody's self-made. If you read books and listen to other people, you're not self-made. <laughs> other people are teaching you things. So let's throw that out the window for a second. I think that's an ego thing. I'm self-made. Stupid. Silly. Who cares? That would be my risk. Who cares? What is it cooler if you're self-made versus I got help from so-and-so and so-and-so? It's silly. You see how surface level that is? But that's what's popular. Look at social media. What's popular? Dumb shit. But then people will see, oh, I can go viral. And that's why people online, their whole thing is, I need to go viral and get a ton of followers because that's where the money is. No, it's not. It's not. The I remember the first time, outside of real estate, right? The first time I did something online, like I sold a product, I didn't even have a lot of followers. It took me two years to get 1,000 subscribers on my first YouTube channel. And the door knocking product, door knocking volume one, 101 that I made that originally was $300, right? I sold a hundred copies my first month and I was a nobody back then. I sold a hundred copies. That's $30,000 in one month from one product that I created before people really knew who I was. And you know why I made it? I've gone over the story before because everybody kept asking for help. And I was like, Jesus, man, I need to get these people off my back here. I'll make a product. And that was it. That simple. You don't need to go fucking viral and have all that shit. Right? 
That's not the answer. And then generally speaking, aside from anomalies, if somebody does receive recognition in their field, typically speaking, again, let's stop reaching for the exception to the rule. Typically speaking, they're well-respected in that field by their peers and they have some sort of substance or they're good at what they do, which is why they reach the top or that notoriety, we can call it, right? Well, how did they get there? Right? People weren't there for the come up. People weren't there when the person was building. They might have seen it, but they didn't pay attention. Then suddenly when the person is of note, oh, well, you got there quick and overnight and all this nonsense. When when you look at the grind, like I wish I could have filmed my grind 24-7. People saw little blips on YouTube those years. Little video that I make, cold calling, you know, a win, this and that. Like they didn't see my day from beginning to end. Because as soon as I started describing that, if you guys remember, to people who were interested in getting in the game when I was in it, they were like, oh, you're doing all that? Fuck that. Everybody who I talked to about getting into real estate, they ran off because they finally found out what I was really doing and the amount of work that I was putting in. But their perception was, oh, he's not working that hard or he's having success. And then when they dig a little deeper, they're like, oh, shit, this dude's putting in massive amounts of work. I don't want to do it. Right? Crazy. So I ask people, right, what you desire, the expectation of that result, what are you putting in? What are you putting in to achieve that result? You want to be a millionaire? What are you doing to get there? And then if you gave that plan, and I saw what you were actually doing every day. And I looked at it. Would I say, okay, that's in line or there's an alignment there with the amount of effort and the result that you want? Or would I be like, no, not enough? Because you might think it's enough. Maybe. Is that a correct assessment though? And for a lot of people, they, they'll never get that helpful hand or that helpful eye or someone to really take a look at what they're doing. It's always that self-analysis stuff, right? Which is cool, but if you want to be the best at something, man, and you've never accomplished it or you've ever been there, how can you make that assessment yourself? That's what I tell people. Oh, Brian, I can figure it out. You've never achieved it. How the fuck are you going to figure it out on your own? You're trying to go somewhere that you've never been. How the fuck do you know how to get there? Right? That's why sometimes it, it literally hurts my heart to have conversations with people. It's like, how's, how's life in business? Oh, it's incredible. And then you find out, they're about to get kicked out, right? They can't pay their fucking rent. They're not making any money. It's like, what do you mean life is good, bro? Why would you even say that? It's crazy. But then again, when I look at what they're actually doing, I'm like, bro, you thought you were going to reach that goal doing this? There's no way you wrote this down, committed to it, and thought it was going to get you there. There is no fucking way. And the truth starts coming out, right? But again, if that person's cocooned all by themselves and, and they don't have the right guidance and help and, and again, watchful eye and all these things, well, yeah, they're going to get lost, man. Because the person's trying to get somewhere that they've never been trying to figure it out on their own. That's a recipe for fucking disaster. It really is. I'm going to be a top fighter, guys. I'm going to become a top boxer, but I'm going to teach myself. I'm not going to get any help. You would laugh at me if I said that. But that's what people do in their areas of life because they're going to figure it out on their own. That's unrealistic as fuck. 
It really is. And I'm even at a point where I'm like, why do I even have to say this? But I see it. it's so prevalent. You see it. You have conversations with people. You hear it. Because sometimes people won't say this directly, but I can hear it behind what they're saying. It's nuts. It's crazy. Right? Cool. All right, guys. Um, I'm going to log off for the night. I appreciate you being on. I might do another... Um, I might do another live tomorrow. I don't know. We'll, we'll see because I, I do have a lot of lectures to do tomorrow. Um, but I got to check my calendar. So I may do it at a different time. Appreciate everybody being on. I put all the links in the description for those of you interested in, in help. You know, I have coaching and courses and all that fun stuff on my website. Um, those of you interested in partnering with my brokerage and Team BC, I'm doing another event next weekend um, that's available on teambcevents.com. Right, If you're interested in potentially finding out more about that, um, that link I think is already up on the website, uh, teambcevents.com. Let's see any other announcements. Uh, no, that's it for now. All right, guys, have a good night. Enjoy the weekend. Peace.